0: You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome!
1: Drop, man's been my cock. Pink, the adept, and boosters, the clean bar, they're Gate, the kings of lint, the drop.
0: Welcome to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. I'm your host, Judy Gold, and this week we are revisiting my interview with Elaine Boozler, who is one of my idols, watched her a lot when I was growing up, and she made me really want to do stand I mean I wanted to do stand up but I just she was one of the breaking the glass ceilings and she was really in the clubs at a time where there were no when there were no women she i I just love her so you're gonna love this interview it was fantastic I love these revisits because um I'm doing my show now we were in pre we were in previews I did my first two previews and I had to ask for lines multiple times. Right, Elisa? Uh, a few. A couple times. But I made it work because I'm a pro. And uh, it's going really well. If you're in New York, you have to come see the show. Yes, I can say that at 59E59, 59 e 59, which is not 59 East 59th Street. <laughs> it's called 59E59 59 e 59 Theater. So I have just been doing tech rehearsals all day and then performances at night and It's definitely getting there. It's almost there, and I'm really excited. I think it's really important, and you better get your fucking asses there. This week you get to hear, you know, one of my idols, and brilliant. And Elaine Boozler. I don't know if you know this, um, she has written New York Times Crossword Puzzles. Did you know that, Elisa? No. Yes. Yes, she has created. She is very smart. And- I hope that when we have these revisits like we had the revisit with Lorraine Newman that you go and google the videos and the films and the you know the it's just video and films and you know articles whatever and and read more about them and get to know them because they have definitely uh paved the way paved the fucking way anyway so that's that um I'm so excited I would comment on politics. The only thing I'm gonna comment on is that fucking Murdoch trial first of all Elisa is obsessed with the Murdoch trial obsessed and you don't get obsessed with a lot of things no I
1: don't
0: yeah I don't. so she's really she's really really obsessed uh so she has like gotten me in, in into being really obsessed with what a bunch of. Fucking white motherfucking privileged pieces of shit. And how many murders did they cause?
1: Well, definitely two. perhaps right. Four. Yeah. Five.
0: Four or five. I mean, who are these fucking people? Like, it's just unbelievable. Also, um, I didn't watch Chris Rock's um, special because uh, I didn't have time, but I'm going to watch it. And I love Chris Rock. FYI. I love him. Uh, I think he's awesome, and I love that. You know, he addressed this and got the last fucking laugh, like he always does. What else? What else do we want to talk about? Anything else? I hate. Still hate George Santos. Kellyanne Conway and George Conway are getting divorced. Isn't that great? Because the fucking assholes. I don't know how he could have. Uh, whatever. Been married and 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 then. They're getting divorced. I don't know if you heard this. And then Trump, the fucking piece of shit, uh, wrote some horrible thing about how ugly and horrible George Conway is. Okay, but Kellyanne will still be on Trump's fucking side. Whatever. I hate these fucking scumbags. DeSantis is dangerous. He is now trying to get uh, bloggers and people who write about him uh, having to register with the state. This is shit. That happened during the Third Reich. This guy's a fucking dangerous piece of shit. It's just beyond. And he's more dangerous because he's educated. Like Trump and the fucking white supremacist idiot motherfuckers, they're dangerous, but they're fucking dumb. All right, that's it. You have to come see my show. You have to come see my show. And I want you to really sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with the one and only Elaine Boozler. Welcome to Kill Me
1: Now with Elaine Souther. Nice. Say it again. Welcome to what?
0: Kill Me Now. Oh, Kill Me Now. With Elaine. Elaine, this is like. You're my dream guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my. (laughs) What are you. Yeah, 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 me? (laughs)
1: Well, thank you very much. You are my dream dream. Now, why would that be? You know, because delayed. I get you, doll. You <laughs> did not graduate high school. I did not. Sheep said Bay High. Yeah. You know how in the old days they had two kinds of diplomas. One was yeah. an academic, which meant you went to school. The other was called general. Right. It means we saw you here once. We need the chair. Get out. Right. So that's what I got. And because my birthday's in the summer, I was sixteen. So I was out at
0: sixteen. And did your family, as a Jew? That's that is um, that is Elaine Booth. That's me drinking, drinking water. water. Very um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I have no idea. what, You know, I, I don't. I really can't, I don't. It's all black out. I remember so, nothing before but, my first Tonight Show.
0: But you went to the, uh, the Academy. What is it? The new. The so that's when I was
1: a little kid to keep me off the streets. Really? Yeah. So it just you and you forced were like, me into these lessons just so I couldn't have any kind of a life with friends.
0: Oh, that's good. Because but it, it made was total you a great control. comic.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it, that had nothing to do. You with really?
0: It. You think so? American Academy.
1: Of dramatic arts when you're 10?
0: No, the fact that you were, you know, forced to do all this shit. Well,
1: you know how people say about this government, oh, it must be so great material. And I say, you know, I'd rather have a good government and talk about my weight. Yeah. I feel the same about my childhood. Oh, look what I gave you. I go, you know, I would have rather have had a good childhood and be married with three kids and a nice yellow couch now. It's not like, oh, look what you got. You want a yellow couch? A lemon yellow cut velvet. Bell!
0: This bell sucks.
1: It's fucking broken. Oh, no. You know why? We we, we gave go. it a nervous breakdown within the first five minutes of the podcast. That's why. <laughs> within five minutes, it we went, holy cow, this is heavy duty. I love it.
0: Now, you um, yes. were a singer-dancer. You went on tour with Godspell, like a bunch of- Okay, all that stuff. Right? So yeah. So you, you were really a- you know, well,
1: a, you know, I was actor. just trying to do anything. No, right. I wasn't. I had no gifts and I certainly didn't sing by myself. Right. No gifts. You were in the
0: company part of these shows. Well, you
1: know what I did? I would just, there was a paper called Show Business and Backstage. There were yeah, two. Yeah, 50 remember. cents. Yeah. And I would look at the you know, look at the ads and whatever they were looking for just to, you know, I was working in a clothing store at 14. Right. I needed to get out of there. And um, I think when I was about 16, 17, they were advertising for, for dancers and singers for a show at the Lukaya Beach hotel in the Bahamas. Wow. And I lied about my age and got the job, and I got to live in the Bahamas for six months and walk to work in the ocean every day. No night. way. No, it's true. And, and you I, were 16? Well, 17 by then. Wow. And, um, very independent. Yeah. Anyway. So I was, you know, in that silly little show. It was three, gar- three girls and three guys, and I had the time of my life, and they were all very dedicated show business. Did you tell anyone your real age? No. And they were holding ballet classes every right. afternoon and voice, and I I was, you know, just sleeping with all the croupiers. Oh, and, that's awesome. And they're going, you're just horrible. And I said, uh, look, I have no interest in anything but paying rent. I just want <laughs> freedom and, you know, life. And it's very funny because years later, and they were all very talented. Right. Years later, I'm walking up Broadway, and one of the guys is walking up Broadway, this little boy about three years old. And we stopped and said hi. It was many years later. And he looked at me and said, I just have one question. Why you? <laughs> Why you? Wow. And, you know, instead of getting upset because you have no idea. Well, you do know what right. people oh, yeah. say to us. Oh, please. We're garbage. We're right. the lowest yeah. of the low. They will come up and say anything Any to you. Fucking, and tell you jokes. and oh, fuck, no, yeah, just it's, it's, fucking, it's the lowest of the low. So instead of lashing out, I just said, hey, Tom, you look at this beautiful little boy. You're in New York. You have a nice life. Just be grateful. You know, it's all good. Nobody knows why anything. But I wanted to say, well, dude, <laughs> I
0: have something uh, uh, you didn't, uh, didn't you have. know what? Was, you want the answer I to that? A gift, qu- yeah, a gift. And the answer to that question <laughs> is the question you asked right there. <laughs> exactly. The fucking asshole. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. Fucking <clears throat> asshole. Oh, All well. Right. No, no. He no, just, Tom, go- he, Tom. You know, people don't get. Look. Barry Betterman. Okay. <laughs> you. So um, you get a job at at the improv as a door person. Is well, that I actually correct? actually went as
1: a waitress. Okay. And you want to talk about. Oh, what do you. Who's, who's calling? Who's calling you? No. Let me turn up my ringer while we're talking. Um, What was uh, funny was you talk about me too now and all this stuff and how we went to work. You know, my joke is I started out so long ago, we didn't have uh, a word for sexual harassment. We just called it going to work, (laughs) uh, which is true. (laughs) And so I go for the interview as a waitress to, you know, the improv, but uh, wash my mouth out with soap. And um, thank you. So, uh. So I I, you know, we're talking and he said, Why'd you get fired from your last job? And it's true, after the Lukeyan Beach Hotel they all started doing cruises, the same company. Right. And they fired me because they said I was ugly. So um, you know, they Wait, they literally said they said, You're ugly. No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. But I was very cute. I have to tell you, I,
0: that is the most. Ho- are They'll you say, fucking kidding do, me? Will
1: they say anything to us? That's anything. true. And I have to tell you, I was so beautiful. You could die. Oh yeah, you were. Go you, on my website and look yeah, at the pictures. Yeah, the pictures are fucking... com, photos, and if you look at yeah, the early days amazing. of me as a dancer, you will fall down and die. I was beautiful. So I just it just shattered me, you know. And uh, so he said, "Well, but that wasn't the first time you. I mean, the last time you'd heard something so horrible." Like I've that. heard a million yeah, things, yeah. but I'm just saying that's why they fired right. me and took the other people on the cruise. Right. And I was just stunned. So um, when I went to uh, get the job as a waitress at the improv, I was 20. And uh, he Bud said, well, why'd you get fired from your last job? I said, they said I was ugly. He said, well, what do you mean ugly? I said, well, oh, they said my nose was too big. This is what he says to someone who comes in for a job. Your nose? I haven't gotten past your tits yet. And I was so happy to get the job because – you Are you fucking – No, that's how they talk to you. So I got the job. And no kidding, that was a setup for what was the next two years of removing his hand from my ass every day of my life for two and a half years. And just, you know, just – it was horrendous and wonderful without his part two and a half years.
0: You know, I found – you know, I've listened to several interviews – you know that you've done, and I and love
1: that your little book is full of writing and that you actually care. Thank yes, you, because nobody three pages. does that.
0: You do. I have three no one pages. one does on you. that. I love you. Well, I love you, and Thank I just want to say you. so so kind. There were so many things that I found as someone who came after you that were so heartwarming. The Ooh. fact that you know you you ended up. Going on stage one night right. uh, because there were that's like, all true. Every, right, three you know, Japanese start, people right. in the in the audience, <laughs> and Bud's like, "Go up there," and you're like, "I I, did I already my songs. sang my three songs." Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, go talk, go talk. You're funny anyway." And you yeah. go up, and 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 then. Uh, Two other comics come back on and act like they're pe- urinating on you. Well, actually,
1: I talked for an hour. Does yeah. that sound familiar, Mrs. Mazel And thank you <laughs> when you were accepting your uh, Emmy saying, gee, we did a lot of research. Possibly my script that went around Hollywood for 15 years right. with all the stories in it that are now on Mrs. Mazel yes. Thank you. And fuck you, people. Right. Um, anyway, I'll I went wait. up and talked for an hour. Oh, thank you. Was that Jewish? Yeah. Um, talked for an hour, had no... I was so happy to be away from him and away from the door where I was freezing because he kept it open no matter what, and I was right in the door. And that night... Oh, God, that door. I remember that door. He would hook it open, and I I had... Bronchitis for two and a half years yeah. because he wouldn't let me close the door. Like he needs it open. Well,
0: um, uh, just so you know, because he was gone by the time I started there, oh, and really? Silver was there, oh, and we had the door closed all pleasure. the fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Silver. Sorry.
1: Well, yeah. you know, um, it was so funny because he'd he'd chain it open, and it was minus two degrees yeah. on Forty Fourth and 9th yeah. Hell's Kitchen when it was Hell's, Hell's kitchen. kitchen. You're not kidding. And then Andy Kaufman would come and quietly unchain the door so right. it could close, so I wouldn't die. But um, so. I went on stage, talked for an hour, two o'clock in the morning. All the guys had come back from their gigs, they were in suits. So, Freddie Prince, Richard Belzer, and a wonderful comic named Tom Curley, who was half of Edmonds and Curley. About halfway through, they were so stunned at and what how I was funny doing. And I had yeah. no idea that it was anything v- right. valuable, that they all came up with their backs to the audience and mimed peeing on me. And I have to tell you, I know it sounds terrible to normal people, it's but hilarious. it was the greatest it's compliment the great, of right, my
0: life. To get shit on by another comic but is they the great. I, yeah. I
1: knew that, oh, wow, there's some respect. I mean, yeah. I, mean I know it sounds terrible to normal people. They don't people, get it. That's, but it was yeah. the best thing that could. So I come off after an hour and it was like, you know how they used to... Depart in the westerns after the shootout. When the guy who made it walked through, they were. It was like walking down Main Street, and they said, "Do you know what you just did?" And I said, "No." And they said, "You have." I said, "That was nothing because everything in my life that was worth anything was so hard and such a struggle. Math and school and dancing and trying to sing. I was terrible at everything. This was like boom, right? Nothing.
0: It's like an out
1: of body experience. Yeah, because I had no idea. That's what I was born. That's what
0: I felt. The first time I did stand up, I felt like, "Oh my God, what the fuck is this?" See, but I didn't even feel that. Oh, I did. Because to me, I just felt like, "Hey, I got
1: away from this lech for an hour, right?" And um, that was nothing. And they said, "You have no idea what you did." I said, "You're right." And they said, "That was." I said, "It was nothing. It was so easy. It was nothing." And they said, "You're you're going to find out, you know, what that was." But I had no idea. I kept singing for like another, you know, year.
0: you need to be around plant life this spring. They have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy gold, JudyGold, gold, J U D Y G O L D at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy gold at checkout fastgrowingtrees.com trees.com code Judy gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. You know, there's so many interesting things about you and your career path. One of them, from someone from my perspective, is that, you know, Andy Kaufman, who you were, you know, soul soulmates. Well, we lived together for two and a half, two and a half years. Two and a half years, right. And you say that he taught you how to be a comic. Yeah, he did. And, you know. If he was alive today, I'd kill him. <laughs> Well, is he a lot? No, anyway. Uh-huh. So, but <laughs> I'll never tell. You know, and and you often when I hear you speak about those days, it's it's the Belzer and the Freddie Prince and the Robin Williams and all these Richard guys, Lewis, Richard Lewis, Mike Priminger. um, and all Frank Jay. Well, Frank Franklin. was later in L.A. This is my so New funny. York group. Okay, gotcha. But these guys. Embraced you. Oh, they yeah. fucking you were that class of of that comics. class was a family. My
1: first family I ever had. Right. Ever.
0: It That's what people do, like when I go. You know. Now I know we're at stand up New York right now. But <laughs> when I go, you know, I still do sets. Of course, you know, four or yeah. five nights a week. I know. And I'll be in the worst fucking mood and be like, "Fuck." You know. And then you go. Of course, you go on Facebook and, and this one's you know starring in their own fucking. You know. You can't yeah. worry about. And that. you got to put that out of your head. Yeah. When I walk in a comedy club, it's. I feel like I'm home. Of course. You know? Of and just to, so you know, it but, you was, know, you have to know about
1: Facebook. I mean everyone's life looks better when people right. say, Oh my god, you're doing so well and oh, I'm not please. And I say You have to understand what I Facebook is my business card, not my diary. Oh
0: that's so- I say that. Get a fucking diary. And you know what I'm sick of? If you're on Facebook, like people who take photos of themselves in a hospital room (laughs) and don't say why they're there. (laughs) You know, hi, wish me luck. Think good thoughts. What the fuck are you in the hospital And then you find
1: out that it was five years ago. Yeah, right. My favorite is my mother died uh, 94 years ago, right. and I still miss her to this day. And I go, lucky you. Yeah. I tried to kill my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, Richard
0: Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Nuts, who I uh, love. F- nicest guy in the world. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And the craziest, maybe. Yes. Movie. He said that you were the Jackie Robinson of his stand up class. That's true. They and saw what I went through. They yeah. knew what I was going in, through. And, you know, and
1: I have to say. And plus, but- I, I was batting 340 at the time. Right. So. Whatever,
0: whatever was there with that group, what didn't translate to my group of, of of male. You know, I always have thought that the male comics in my sort of generation really boosted each other up and helped each other out. But you I know, I have heard about this, seen it, and known it. Yeah, and we were and the and first and last generation. That? Yeah, where the fuck did that go? I mean, the only people who've given me like major jobs. Rosie O'Donnell, Margaret Show. Um, I'm sure there's more. That's Don't get me. Ma- but you know, those are the people. But who he, fall let me show me. you the
1: upside of that because I'm always looking for that. Mm-hmm. The upside of that is I was the only one, and they loved me and protected me, and I was their sister. By the time you came along, there were women now. So yay, you were on equal footing, and it became competitive, and that's a good thing,
0: right? And, and they I didn't have that. to be nice. And to you. And the other thing about you that separated you from, you know, and look, we're, we're not saying there was no Joan Rivers and there was oh, no, no Phyllis no, Diller the and there was, was no the Break was and right. I'm happy to talk about but them. But y- you were a club
1: comic. You were a club comic uh, and... It's st- not that they weren't. Right. Here's the difference. Yeah. And I call it the second golden age of right. comedy. And my book next year right. called Big Fun is – it's not an autobiography. It's just – the stories from those days because right. I was the doorman for two and a half years yeah. and I was the fly on the wall. And right. nobody knows these stories, which are so – Hilarious. Hilarious. And, you know, the book is just because of our hard times right now. It's just the fun, funny book. Right. And it's all the great stories that you go, oh, my God, I can't believe this. So that's what I'm writing about, not my life. Right. But here's the difference. And here's the thing that that got me to look at it. You constantly hear from, you know, feminists, which I am one, uh, for years. Oh, those – thank you. Oh, those women were so self-deprecating. It was terrible. And now we're not. And I say, okay, well, let me explain this to you because it's in the liner note of my new boxed set, Elaine Boozler, Timeless. I have it written on my notes. Thank you. Four iconic specials and one brand new CD. The liner notes, put everything in context and explain this. And here's the explanation. No, they weren't self-deprecating. They were working in the 50s and 60s. They were doing exactly what the male comics of the time were doing, reflecting their times and their audience's lives. What are you going to tell me? Oh, the women were self-deprecating. No one ever says the men were self-deprecating. What do you think, Rodney Danger Field was the poster boy for success. right. Exactly, all the men were doing the same thing. That was comedy then. Right, they were hangdog husbands and wives, right, <clears throat> trying to survive their marriages, their kids, and their lives. And they were brilliant, the women, because they were exactly doing the right thing. And and that was
0: disarming at the time. They as were well. reflecting yeah. their li-
1: their audience's lives. They were reflecting right. their times. Right, that was what was happening then. That's exactly what they should be doing. And Jackie Vernon and Jackie Gale right. and Rodney Dangerfield and all of them. <laughs> They were not. Right. They were as self-deprecating as the, because that was what comedy was. Right. The break came, you know, the big change started. Dick Gregory, uh, Lord Buckley, Lenny Bruce, Robert Klein, uh, of course, Richard Pryor, yeah, you know, uh, 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 yeah. You know later George Carlin. Right. I mean, what happened there was it became younger, it became uh, more outward looking than inward looking, and we became the town criers. When I showed up for that night to be a waitress, it was uh, Andy Kaufman, Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer, Freddie Prince. Uh, no Jew there. Uh, Jimmy Walker, Pryor was dropping and Lily was dropping and we don't count her as a, a stand-up right, because stand she's up. a gift from God. Yeah. So she's just on her own yeah, cloud. Yeah, she's in a, she has a whole, her she's own, her own audio. planet she's and uh, thank God she showed up. I know. Up. But um, so that, it, you know, it was these young, young guys in their 20s and I would listen to them while I was waitressing and they go, hey, you know, and they're talking about their mothers bothering them right. and school right. and dating and they'd go, you ever notice, you ever notice? And my head went, I always notice, I always right. know. And I went, oh my Oh, I was 20 and I could relate. Right. That's when it changed. And it had nothing to do with self deprecating, not self deprecating. We reflect our times and the right. times had changed. And you
0: were honestly the first female single. I was the no first relate- young, y- yes, single yes, female. Up for you were date. the Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> yeah. Dressed
1: R- uh, up for yeah. a date uh, in Brooklyn, but still. And, you know, trying to be as smart and pretty as possible. Right. I wanted to be pretty. I wanted to get dates. I wanted to be smart. Right. And, you know, I, I went with all of it. And I cannot tell you, night after night, you can't do this. It'll never work. Right. You can't, you know, all older women coming over that were actresses. I tried it. I, and, You know, you can't do it. And when people right. say you have any advice for comedians, my only advice is don't take any advice. That's what I
0: say. Follow your gut. There don't you let go. anyone tell you what to you do and get th- as much stage time as possible. You have
1: to. They don't know what's inside of you. They don't know what you're. what's coming out of you. They don't know where you're
0: going or what you see yourself as. Right. You must follow yourself. You develop your act and you end up going on the road and you're doing two hours. Two and a half. Two and a half. In half those days. At those, in those yeah. days. Okay. And this is when... All the guy comics are getting specials,
1: starting to get specials, right? Yeah, I started hitting the road in 76. The special started in the early
0: 80s. Early 80s. And Robert Klein and, you know, and this is a whole whole new, you know, thing. Oh, you go to every fucking person and say, give me a special. I'm doing two and a half hours on the road. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No one wants to listen to a woman talk. No one wants to see a woman do an hour. Right. That was the the line. Okay. No
1: one wants to see a woman do an hour. Exactly. That was the line. Okay. Yep. And you're like, well, fuck that. Well, I kept bringing in my reviews from right. Michigan and right. North Dakota right. and you know everywhere. I was everywhere. Right. Places you wouldn't think they they loved me, you know, because you know what I do. I'm warm and it's funny. Right. And I'd bring in the reviews and the headlines were things like, "This is the longest and funniest show we've ever seen." And I'd say two and a half hours, two and a half hours, you know. And they love it. And it's it's you know it's not just New York and L.A. It's Mississippi and right. you know. And they go, well, you know, they don't want to. And then finally. Um,
0: was there ever a woman that you pitched to? that said that? Well, the women were higher up, right. you know, like
1: Sheila Nevins at HBO. Right. They were right. higher up. So the thing that was so great was Chris Albrecht. Yes. Who, who had, by the way, was a doorman at the improv. Well, he bought in when right. Bud went to LA. Right. Uh, Chris bought in and became, he became the guy who ran the improv right. and saw everyone and knew right. everything about comedy. So they steal him away to run the comedy department at HBO. HBO. I, and now he's seen me work for years. Right. I go up for the meeting. He's over the moon. Oh my God. God, you're going to be my first project here, and it's going to be so great. I'm giving you the special, and you're going to be my first special that I present, and they're going to know how good we both are. You know, God bless right. Chris Albrecht, and I'm an atheist, right. which I am. And I, I, he said, come back next week. I come back. I, he walks in the room. I already knew. He said, we can't do it. They won't buy it.
0: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Even I mean, he what, what did that feel knew, like? Was that like... It was impossible, and here's why. Were, every you, guy, were you
0: devastated? Or were yes, you like, of course I was devastated. And then you were like...
1: Well, um, here's why it was devastating. I, it, it killed me. It right. killed my career. Because all these guys are doing specials and moving up to bigger places and making money. Right. I'm still in my tiny apartment. I'm playing the same clubs year after year for the same money with new material
0: right. every year. And uh, By the way, for listeners, that... In itself, does not happen. Maybe a handful of comics have right. new material, yeah. like a new act every right. year. Yeah.
1: So I can't move up into better show business. You know, get money, make a living. Simply because. <clears throat> because you don't have that exposure. Right. And nobody becomes a star on the road. They never have and they never and will. And prior
0: to cable, a lot of people don't know this. Prior to cable, you did a Tonight Show, you did something. That was it. It was, there was no, the path was, the Tonight kill show on the fucking period. Tonight Show. Johnny it. says, come sit down. You're done. That was it. And then cable came and that was the end of you, that. You don't want to hear my Tonight Show stories. The, I love the Helen
1: Ready. Tonight oh, show story. Yeah, just amazing stuff. Just, um, you know, no one has ever said a bad word about Johnny because even from the grave, they're terrified of him. But he was not a good person. Yeah, they, and there's he hated a book about yeah, women. yeah. There were no books because he would kill you. He was the most powerful no, man in America uh, since he since he but, died. Yeah. But Craig Tennis, who was uh, you know worked for the show for yeah. years while Johnny was alive, Craig wrote a very very complimentary book, and Johnny still had him killed because you're not right. allowed to talk about him. Right. Now the books are starting to come out to tell people what he. was. And all my stories will be in big fun when it comes out. Well, hello. First of all, what he did to Joan... And what he did to me, I'm yeah. telling you. But yes, what he did to oh, John. I can't wait to say. What he did to John was unconscious because right. you and I are the kind of people where if we helped someone get a leg up and then she or he got something good, right. we'd You'd root be for like, them. yay, come-. Hey, no one's going to knock Johnny Carson right, off right, number right, right. one. It should have been like, hey, whatever audience you get, congratulations and I'm rooting for you. Right. Because we help our friends and we know who we are. We're going to be fine. Right. And he was that small a human being that he couldn't even who let her. Who else is
0: that small? Everyone. Mm-hmm. Orange? <laughs>
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience.
0: Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What comes next for you? Nothing changed. Nothing. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. You are doing, you did a lot of Letterman's. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a lot of Letterman's.
1: 24, I've just yeah. found out because someone recently cut them together on Twitter and, and wow. they're all on YouTube now. He did it in two 90-minute sets. And uh, it turned out to be twenty four. I had no idea.
0: Twenty four, and what is that? Six, seven minutes? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, well, it's ninety don't... minutes. You yeah. cut together twenty four. Amazing. Yeah. So one day you're you're on the Tonight Show with Helen Reddy as the, uh, you know, she was sitting in for Johnny. Do you they remember this? Lot, they used a lot of guest hosts in those days. Yes. Yeah. And you and you come on, and she says, "You're an inspiration to so many women out there." You said, I hope I'm an inspiration to peep to everyone, basically. I
1: think I might have said men,
0: too. Yeah. yeah man. and but I one love of- that. I fucking love that. <laughs> one of my
1: earliest lines, which still gets quoted forever, yeah. is, I'm just a human being trapped in a woman's body. Right. <laughs> And that's yeah. like up on walls and places. So someone just put it up on Twitter. I swear you. I hope to you, you the get paid day, for that. Yeah, I don't get paid, but all I right. get credit, which all is right. you know rare enough. Yeah. But I'm just a human being trapped in a woman's body. And if you look at all of us that way, you
0: know that's what we are. Yeah. You know. You also, um, you've said because you know, and and a lot of people don't realize this that comics do a lot of benefits and do a lot of pro bono. Shows. A lot of free work. Right. <laughs> And you said, "You, uh, this is a quote, to be a successful comic, there has to be some good in you. I believe that. Yeah, I agree.
1: I'd, who's going to come watch you for an hour and a half if they think that there's so much hate in you? Right. But, you know, now I'm kind of watching a lot and I think, well, you know, it, it comes out of either love or maybe some hate too.
0: But – you, but you look at the president, who I will be unnamed. And we he, have a president? Uh, this guy that's
1: sitting By there. By the way, you know that I got credit in the Urban Dictionary for coining scrotus. You did? Yes. I
0: fucking love that. Boom. Look at the
1: Urban Dictionary. And scrotus is, and it came to me instantly when I the pussy tapes came out. And yeah. I went, oh, he's never going to be POTUS. Right. He's scrotum plus POTUS. I love and that. And scrotus is the word, and I got the credit. I love it. Yep.
0: Scrotus. We'll just call, we'll him, just call Scro- him I call Scrotus. him Scrotus
1: and the Third Lady.
0: I love that. That's who they
1: are, Scrotus so and brilliant. the Third Lady. You're so lady.
0: fucking brilliant. No, I'm
1: cold. Yes. Go ahead. All right. We'll be done soon. <laughs> no, so, no, it's fine. All all it's right, fine. All right. so, I'm loving being here with you. Oh, I love Jodla. you. joodle So
0: Scrotus um, is the epitome of- A tiny, right. tiny, tiny of person in every have, way. You said that Lenny Bruce was one of your- Big influences. Well,
1: what do you think the Mount Rushmore of comedy is? And I'm not on it, so don't feel bad. Okay, I would go Pryor. Yes, Leonard. Yes, George. Yes.
0: Oh, he's not Jewish. Um, (laughs) is there a woman? Yes. I would go. Is it who I think? Yes, it's Joan. No, it's Lily. Lily, I don't. But she didn't do stand-up. stand-up But Doesn't I was matter. also thinking, Mom's Mabley was very. They were all great. Yeah. There's great,
1: great. But Lily, but Lily yeah. is, you know, an angel. Drop down. She's.
0: Um. I saw her recently in Jamestown at the the comedy. The, oh, I think we talked. Comedy. I think we yeah. talked about this. And it, it's.
1: Yeah. I can't go away. fucking go, believe go away. Shut she's up.
0: out of. It's not. Yeah. There's no comparison uh, to
1: her. Ugh. There's nothing. Yeah. And she based her life on Ruth Draper, oh. who was a fam- famous, famous, yes. you know, Lily before Lily. Yeah. And we used to do Broadway, and she sat in this big chair. And when Ruth died, um, um, her manager gave Lily the chair, Ruth's chair. Oh, I know. It's so, so sweet. wonderful. I know. It's gorgeous. Um, speaking, Lily,
0: oh, right, sorry. Go Lily L-
1: did a benefit for us. My tales of joy, my yeah. animal rescue, and so I walk in uh, backstage. She got there way early to prepare because she's an artist, and we just—I sh- show up a minute before, right? But so she's there, and I walk backstage, and there's like three empty bottles of wine, and I said, "Lily, how can you?" And she looked at me. She said, "How can you not?" <laughs> I I, I can't even drink I a month before anything. I go I on. I Have to be so straight because they can't hit a moving target. Um. <laughs> You are a
0: puzzle master. I mean, you're first of all not, not a master, but a fan. You're a fucking oh, master. Stop you're it. Pu- stop first it. of all. You've written Friday puzzles for the New York Times. No, sir. Th- uh, Wednesday. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I couldn't write. I could not even fucking, do the Friday puzzles. I couldn't even do Monday at midnight. You know, like I can't. <laughs> You have written and some, and you did one about comedy, didn't you? Did or you did one? Well, with what theme? I do is I write for
1: wordplay, the right. New York Times, and I have a new wordplay article right. which will be up the thirtieth of this month because my episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend right. airs that night. Oh, awesome! So it's going to be my crazy ex word.
0: Oh, for the I love words. it. So
1: the, the uh, funny article in Solving will right. be up on November 30th. And then you can watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that night. That's so great. And I have a duet with Tova Felge. I'm oh so excited. God. I know.
0: It's so good. Uh, and you you are, you you are love crossword puzzles. I do. And you write. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so good. I just w- went to Crossword Weekend up in uh, upstate yes. New York
1: this weekend. We do it once a year. It's called Will Sh- Sh- Shorts' Wonderful World yeah. of Words. And it's, it's 200 Geeks. Right. Right. Who just play puzzles and do you
0: make puzzles
1: during the... Uh, they they make them all year to get them ready for us, and right. we go there. I I entertained last right. year, which was a lot of fun. I found I had said yes before. I knew that it was ten o'clock Sunday morning, right? So oh, I that's was. It, I went in comic, my pajamas yeah. and I got on that's stage hilarious. and I said, "Here's something I've never said in forty six years of stand up. Good morning." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, and, and I think that your love of the puzzles and the words—we're words. Really, wordsmiths—it's so you know yeah. it's why I don't
1: curse on stage. I Ugh, just feel I like. Do. Well, you know, I you know, know, know you do. I've seen you and I love you, but it fits everything you're because doing. Because
0: that's how I talk and that's how That's how, how you talk and talk you and have and to be authentic. Jersey, yeah. I know,
1: but I curse like a sailor off yeah. stage. But the reason I don't curse on stage, I, I think, and I never did. I just felt like I really wanted to be political right. and sexual. Right. And I felt like I've, in those days, nobody cursed. Because right. I'm telling you, you only could do television. There was no club that's life.
0: That's why Maisel, when she's cursing on stage. It's all stage, ridiculous. And I, that's why. Yeah. I've
1: also, I'm Dying Up Here failed right, because it was so inauthentic. Right. You, didn't, I didn't hear the word motherfucker until 1983. Think, <laughs> you think the part I did uh, on- You I'm were gonna, fucking no, brilliant. But was that brilliant. you? Brilliant. Oh, I don't think so oh, at all, right. because you were doing like a Vegas, yes. Rusty Warren. Right, right. Uh, I think That's it was what, more Rusty Warren. Okay. Not Belle Barth, but because more of they, a Rusty Warren. They did. Who I'm a good friend it, of, and I really? love to. Oh, she's magnificent.
0: Will, will you say uh, I will. Okay. You know, if
1: right. they go to Palm Springs in the winter, we'll all go up for lunch. All right, let's she, do it. And she's uh, on your side of the fence. That's right. That's right. LGBTQRS. There you go. LGBT with no mayo. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah. So, no, you were breathtaking oh, on you. that show. But there was no cursing yeah. in those days because your only outlet for your act, if you got good, was television. Right, there was no right, place right. else to go. Right. And Vegas had no cursing. Right. So nobody cursed. Right. So I didn't curse because there was no. And then when cursing became allowed, I was already not doing right. it. Yeah. But I get th- I got through so much more politics and sex without giving them the heads up that it was right. going to
0: be sex. Right. I got a lot more through Right. So. I don't know. I, I've i never not spoken like do that. Do
1: what you want. Yeah. I mean, you're a success. It Thank works. You. you know, if you weren't
0: successful, you go, oh, let me do this. But yeah. you have to be yourself. I know. But Elisa, my girlfriend, is always like, Judy, do you think you're cursing too much? And well, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You
1: know, prior, talk the way you talk. <laughs> right. Carlin, talk. Right. This is me. This is not what it should right. be. This is what I do. Well, right. Everybody does his and her thing correctly. Um, Let's talk about. And I love it. I mean, Pryor's my all time, you know, oh, Lenny. Beyond.com. You know, Lenny didn't curse. I mean, it's right. hilarious. People think he's filthy. You right. play his stuff now, you go, no, he, he took on the church right. and the government. Right. And that's why they thought he was dangerous. But it wasn't about sex yeah. after all.
0: So people are idiots. Well, they are. Um, um, so <laughs> I asked my guests the same yeah. two questions. There's two questions. There, there are. Oh, my God. We didn't even do our, like, a neighborhood. We should just do a few
1: minutes of oh. who we really like to be at home. Oh, oh my God. Oh, we my God. We were coming God. back. We were in Montauk this weekend to do the New York Times crossword weekend. Yeah. Okay. So I say to my husband, Bill, and he's gentle. He's such right. a good guy. You It's impossible. He's happy. He's and so nice. He's happy. Yeah. He's too nice. Oh, please. It's horrible. He's, he's, he doesn't he – buys like three hot dogs for a barbecue. And I say, What is this? He goes, When we're out of food, they'll go home. I said, okay, die. Oh my so, God. I can't with the non Jews and I the can't. no- not They, enough don't, food. Get they I don't get it. They don't get it. They don't it's like ridiculous. I know. Anyway. He's just so, you know. I say, okay, we're going to so and so for dinner. Grab a bottle of wine. Why? If they're making dinner, wouldn't they have wine? Oh my god! I go, wh-, you know, where did he grow up? In a, in a, he's a road rock and roll road dog. Yeah. No social graces, oh, and it's god. very sad. Right. So um, anyway, uh, so we're in Montauk. We're driving home through Jersey, and I say, you know, I love diners because I love the fact that diners have a four hundred page menu, yeah, and the kitchen is two feet by two right. feet, and they make everything from right. lobster. Fra Diablo right. to Chateaubriand for two, right. to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right. to Lobster Thermidor, which is very hard to find now. <laughs> <laughs> To an omelet, (laughs) to an omelet, (coughs) and the best fries you'll ever get. And I've, you know, it's hard to find a bad diner. So um, I'm, I'm yelping, and we're driving, and I say, "Oh my god, you have to go back 16 miles." He goes, "No, because we already drove 85 miles." I said, "This got 4.2 stars. This diner, we have to go back." So we go back, and watch the old joke: poison and such small
0: portions. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand Yelp. People are so fucking annoying. TripAdvisor is very accurate. Yeah, TripAdvisor is really great. But the yelps are all like. Miserable. It's Everybody's like so happy I with went yoke. in and I had my dog, and like, she looked at my dog as if, why? And I was, I'm like, oh my. The God. The hostess was
1: not very yeah. welcoming. <clears throat> yeah, because she's making nine cents an hour, and they don't get tipped. So deal with it. You know.
0: Um, what would you but say? Trip advice yeah. Was good. Okay.
1: Back to the two questions. Well, no, I'm those, now I'm nervous now. No,
0: I, their two questions are so easy. But oh, okay. what. Like, what would you? A, you know? ch- an oak. If I was good. <laughs> Is it what kind of tree would no. I be? No, um, I am well, a very pro mental health podcast. You know, like oh, we're very nice. no stigma. I've been I I've su- I suffer from anxiety and depression. So we are comic ask, and you're Jewish. What yeah. else is we always uh, ask? What do you ask think our you're guests. special? <laughs> I know, true, but it's interesting. But we ask our guests if they've ever been on antidepressants. Who hasn't been? Okay, yay! Who isn't on uh, it? You can't believe sometimes I'm talking to someone. I'm like, "No, I've never done that." Well, then it's probably. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait!
1: Good comics.
0: (laughs) You know I'm gonna have to go back. You can have to check that out. Yeah. uh, Let me tell you how many dogs we have on antidepressants. Really? Oh Oh, my god! My neighbor has a dog who has literally been like biting people and is a fucking cunt. She needs to put the dog on pros. And I was like, "Can't you do?" No, I can't. I'm like. She You're need,
1: gonna get kicked out of the building. Well, first of all, I have a, the greatest trainer in the world, but he's not here. But right. but it's a company that trains these trainers uh, the same, and I might find someone. It's here a Yorkie. Something doesn't matter. No, doesn't I mean, mean it's
0: like a little, and it's like ah, it's yeah, like yeah, an ankle biter. Shut the
1: fuck up! And the other dog's so fucking nice. That's no good. Well, I have got great trainers. I'll find out if there's one in New York. And, all right. Well, Prozac does come. You know, sometimes they've just had a bad. Who knows? It's, I know. You know like, well, people. like I always say, you know, we're all mental. You can't.
0: I'm sure every. Every it's dog true. has his
1: mental too. You know, the world changed for right. animals and people, but I don't know anyone who's not a, any comic who's not an antidepressant. Oh please! I mean, I'm on the lowest dose possible, but it's yeah. been twenty years. Yeah. Gee, yeah.
0: Our la- I, mean, I mean, this is like the theme of my life, and why I call my podcast Kill Me Now." Is I like to discuss with people what pisses them off more than anything in the entire world. Like, Everything. makes you fucking crazy. <laughs> Everything. Um. You know what?
1: Willful ignorance. Yes. Because I didn't graduate high school. And I love when they call me, well, you elite, you coast elite. Oh, I know. And I think, honey, I didn't graduate high school. I was beaten every day of my life. I, you have no idea. Right. You know, I, I thank you for calling me an elite. What right. a great compliment. Thank you. But, you know, didn't it used to be a, a kind of a great honor to be called elite? Right. I mean, was it elite flying on right. United Airlines. And that was a great thing. Now it's a shame to have an education. Right. And my education was self self. I mean, you're Done. fucking brilliant. You, know, I can, learned you, to- know, you can pick up a book, fuckheads. Exactly. And right. the fact that no one wants to, the fact that they want to sit there with, you know, MAGA signs and listen right. to this piece of flotsam, you know, talk, right. and they don't understand. You know, I'm going to be fine. Right. You're going to be fine. Right. They're going to die soon because right. they're not going to have any... Any medical coverage? Thank goodness, the, you know right. the house changed, and they may get some saved. Right. But if the house, but hadn't they're not even going to know that's why. No, they're, they're not, not going to know, know that's, that's why. why. But to not understand, you know, it's that great meme of the you know women voting Republican and it's right. the woman sitting there punching herself in the right. face, and that's the meme. It's like black people in the KKK, right? Jews for you know Jews for the Nazi party. Right. There's no difference. The nor- the regular middle class who supports him doesn't understand what's going on.
0: Here right. or but it has to be willful. And that he doesn't give a fucking shit about to not you. Get and that? all those people at his fucking rallies, he wouldn't let them into Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that's Maybe. the whole I, point. They're not invited to the White House. Right. They're not invited to. They're not going
1: to play golf on his he golf courses. He fucked up the whole fucking White House. And so. the thing, you know, the the thing, yeah. the willful ignorance, the desire to be dumb, the desire right. to be blind. That's what makes people dangerous. Right. right. You know, I didn't want to be dumb when I got out of high school right. with no diploma and i traveled the world you know luckily for work i got right. that opportunity but even if i never traveled the world i would have picked up a book and learned something But did you know you were smart like you know no, to have no i never passed anything except you know french in high school and english so i knew those were my I mean, gifts but language oh, no and i wasn't yeah. smart i was so dumb i'll tell you you said you worked the improv when silver uh, yeah. owned it uh I was such a bad waitress because I was terrified and cowed because of my childhood that I, right. I couldn't waitress. I made a million mistakes. I only waitressed for two nights before they made me the hostess because right. you don't lift things. Right. You don't get to carry a drink. But literally, I had so many mistakes on my check the first night. It's the first word Silver Friedman ever said to me in my whole you know, decades of knowing right. her. Well, she wasn't Jewish. My fir- Silver she, wasn't Oh, she Jew- was. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, the first thing Silver Friedman ever said to me, she looked at my check with all the mistakes and she said, Great teeth, but you're dumb. And and me being as dumb as I was said, really great teeth. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> I didn't
0: know any better. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Elaine Boozler. Such a wonderful person. Uh, Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmailing This podcast would not be possible without the marketing skills. And uh, scheduling skills, and every other skill that we can attribute to Brittany Joe Sowards Richmond. Yep, married Joe. Okay, I say that every week. Uh, if you like the show, you have to subscribe and leave a review. Uh, it should be five stars. I, as I've mentioned previously, I don't know how much longer I'll be doing the podcast because I make no fucking money but then I get people texting me or not texting me like writing to me on you know Instagram and Twitter where I'm at Judy Gold J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D and telling me they they love the podcast and then I feel guilty but it's like I can't keep paying to do this podcast so something's coming. I don't know when something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. So, you know, change is good. Also, let's see. I just wanted to say, let's see, where is this? Um, I want to say thank you to this woman who, uh, Uh, sent me a a, uh, what's it called a uh, what's it called it's a um, what's this called it's called Instagram okay the Instagram message here it is where is it it was basically said did I see you screaming at your city bike on 80 oh no wait I'll give you the exact thing because I took a picture of it okay here it is here it is. Okay. So, I all right, just, this is the story. I go to City Bike, you know, if you live in the city, they have City Bike, and you get these electric bikes, and it's like, I just prefer to ride a bike to work, especially to 59E59 59 e 59 theaters, because it's so hard to get the Crosstown bus takes for fucking ever. So I decide I'm going to ride a bike. I bring my helmet. I go to the city bike. I have my own bike, but I don't, you know, I get out late and I don't want to ride a bike home. So I decided I'm going to get a shitty bike. So I go to shitty bike on, uh, right by my house, like a block away. And there's all these bikes available, but they're not available because they're not fucking working. They're all fucking broken. So then I walk four blocks to another shitty bike dock station and none of the fucking electric bikes are working. So I have to get a regular bike, which is fine. I'm fine doing it. It just takes a little longer. Okay, so um, I get on the regular bike and this I forgot to adjust the seat and I'm walking across 87th Street. I'm so fucking mad and I start yelling, God damn it. All I wanted to do was go to work and this fucking shitty bike sucks. And there was a guy by the city bike and he was trying to get a bike. I said, it doesn't work. And he's like, they never work. And I was like, yeah, this fucking shitty and he fucking hate shitty bike. And he started laughing. He's like, have a good day. Anyway, then I get this on my uh, Instagram messages. Were you yelling at your city bike in the middle of Amsterdam and 87th today? Okay. And yes, I was Sarah. Um, and I'm so glad you could experience it. So then I took a picture of that and I sent it to Elisa, Henry and Ben, and they all started laughing because they know I scream at inanimate objects all the time. So That was the exciting thing that happened to me this week. And fuck shitty bike. They suck. All right. Well, that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. Thank you all for your love and support. I just want to say that um, the person who wrote to me, I don't know what they wrote me on. I think it might be Tweetar. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm I'm doing my best here. Uh, But, you know, things have to you know, things change. So anyway, but I love you all. I love all of you for listening to the end, whoever you are. If you are still listening, I love you so much. I don't know who the fuck would listen to the end of this. Um, Thank you all so much. And as we always say, so long.